September always feels like the time to start again. There's a compulsion to buy school supplies and start fresh hanging in the air. For someone who spent far too many years in education, both as a student and a teacher, it's a feeling I can never quite shake. So in September last year, when I lost yet another job to the end of a fixed term contract, I stopped and said, I'm starting again. I was not going back to another office job I hated. I was going to try one last time to do something I wanted to. This school year was going to be the one that changed things. A few weeks turned into a couple of months and there was no sign of anything or anyone to employ me. Christmas retail temping came around in December and a chance to work in a bookshop, a childhood dream. And while it wasn't exactly a dream job, as retail jobs at Christmas rarely are, there was a sense of camaraderie among the colleagues. We were all a bookseller and something else. Directors, artists, of course, many writers, and people just trying to find their path in life. And so when I had to sell my old boss a book, it didn't quite feel quite so bad. So what if she thought she'd been right all along, that I'd never amount to much? I knew all of us behind that counter was something else as well. With the darkness of December drawing in, I gave in. I went to an interview for an admin job. It felt like the eyes of the world were pressing in on me to get a proper job and so I went to the interview. It was a disaster from start to finish but somehow I still got the job. And for a month in January, nobody talked to me. I'd sit eight hours a day and only be directly addressed when someone wanted something. Eight hours of isolation and whispers if it looked like I was daring to use the kettle. Temps aren't allowed coffee. Within a month I was called into the office and promptly fired. And January became the darkest month that I have known. In February I gave up and signed up to a temp agency. One that had been nice to me many years ago in another bout of unemployment. The day they found me a new job, I cried all the way there. I was scared that the people would be unkind again, that I wouldn't last the day because they'd find something wrong with me as everybody seemed to do. On the way home, I cried because they'd been so nice. It's not perfect. I wear a uniform and occasionally get shouted at by the public. I have to call people Dr. So-and-so every day while they have no clue I also have doctor before my name. It pays minimum wage. But it's one of the best things to happen to me in a long while. For a couple of months, I've been able to hit pause on just searching for something, anything to pay the bills and that all-consuming fear that you never will find anything ever again and instead concentrate on following those things that in September I'd resolved to do. Because while my paid work was falling apart, I was getting closer to my real goals and my dreams, but I was too busy concentrating on the rest of it falling apart to notice. In September, weeks after I lost my proper job, I got offered my first play commission. In December, while I was selling books to other people, I signed a contract for my first book. I was going to write the book of my research, a book on the play I've loved and researched for a decade. 
I might not be an academic anymore, but I was writing the book I became an academic to write. I was going to write the play I dreamed of writing instead of doing my PhD, and someone has asked me to do it. Jobs will come and go. In 10 years of a life of fixed-term contracts, I've learnt that much. Eventually, something will come along to pay the bills for now. But 10 years of waiting for that door to open a crack has taught me opportunities to do the thing you've dreamed of don't come along every day. And when they do, you have to kick that door the rest of the way open. September did feel like starting again. By December, I felt like giving in. In February, I had given up. In March, I got a chance to chase the things I need to. Never again just sometimes takes a few false starts to get there. So for now, I'll take the uniform, the minimum wage, the being invisible until someone wants to shout at me. I'll take the fact that I pretend not to be a doctor while so-called real doctors think I'm just the dumb receptionist. I'll take all that because I get to go home and be a writer.